Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kane. This is the space where I gather men, drill into their heads, and we try and work out what makes men's brains tick. Can we build a comprehensive, ladies, Haynes manual of the male brain? Whether you're staring at a toddler or a granddad, a cousin, an uncle or a brother, what makes that hairy ape living in your house, coming into your space, tick? We don't know, because men don't often express it. We talk about mental health for five minutes a week and then continue to masturbate and hide our feelings in the spare room whilst <laughs> pretending we've made progress. Football often is the language men speaking, but if you hate football like me, what are you supposed to do? So we're going through the whole sort of panoply of the human experience, life, love, loss, all of it. Sometimes it's quite light what we talk about. I remember at Christmas we talked about gifting and found a worrying difference in the way the, the male and females gift. I mean, cards, one of the biggest flashpoints and gender differences. You'd think there'd be so much more fundamental things at stake, maybe wage equalisation, but no. Men's hatreds of cards weighs way beyond their desire for equal wages for their daughters. If we could just get any card abolished ever in a stupid fucking piece of paper that means <laughs> bugger all. I could literally book an all-inclusive trip to the Maldives and deliver it to Lindsay with a bow wrap round my cock and she would still say, where's my card? <laughs> so it's things like that that we get into. And today, I'm ramping up the energy, you can probably tell, because we're talking about conflict and how we resolve it. And the fact that men, ever since they were belched out of the urethra of their own dads, have killed each other since the dawn of time. I'm guessing they're a bit more shit at it than women. But I don't want to jump to conclusions. And I certainly can't do it on my own. I'm joined, as I am regularly, by my wife, Lindsay Kane, who I got from an agent. I got from an agency and her English is now perfect. <laughs> it's such a dick. Can I just say that's not true about the Maldives thing? I would be really grateful for that. Where's my card? Where's no, my card? Why don't you try it and we'll see. Try it and see. Yeah, I will try it and we will see. <laughs> And, and to help me through this debate, we've got a couple, a power couple. One boy, one girl. Both talented in their own rights. One a musician, one a model. Both broadcasters. A podcast smashing it like a Greek with a plate in a restaurant. The fame game. If you're from Northern Ireland, the fiam giam with extra syllables. <laughs> so do download that. I'm joined, of course, by Kimberly Wyatt and Max Rogers. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. having us. What an intro. Yeah. Doug, that thanks. Can I just yeah. say, Ros, I, I love watching the guests each week. Just watch your intro because your energy, the buzzing, they don't know well, where it, to look. It's <laughs> improvised, so I'm never quite sure what's going to come out of my mouth. No. I mean, that, that's no. what we're working with here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's just in case I think of anything I want to say. 
I have got ju- I have got juicy questions and research in this area though because we're talking about conflict resolution. Just to be clear, it's always best to define our terms when we start because it means different things to different people. So just for ease, rather than get, what does it mean to you for half an hour, like postmodernists on Twitter, where nothing means anything. We're just going to define conflict resolution as a way for two or more parties to find a peaceful solution to a disagreement among them. That's the only way we're using that phrase today. I will now and again refresh our memories, but it's pretty much, I think, the instinctive uh, definition here. I mean, I've got to ask you, first of all, seeing as we've got Kim and Max on the show, you know, what are you like at resolving conflict between yourselves <laughs> straight in at the top oh, you get, why don't you take this one just in case really rubbish wrong, yeah. I would say <laughs> <laughs> that's that answer that's that answer and that's pretty much and that's pretty much how we do it <laughs> no but I think that like we do give it we try I mean life is intense though with three kids and holding down a career and all the things that we're doing and all the DIY that he's doing and the fact that women so are really emotional and men are you know still trying to stuff your emotions down and don't dare want to ever like have a truthful conversation to really have resolution <laughs> I think it be, it becomes really quite difficult would you agree I 100% agree <laughs> and that's how it's done yes. <laughs> you had a lot there on your chest Kimberly I, I can feel it yeah. <laughs> you can feel it Kimberly, do you not feel like you've got it worse though having married an English man rather than an American man? Because we even more that I can imagine like a, a man from New York, you know, we need to discuss this, set our parameters for our relationship. What about a consent? <laughs> Let's unpack that. Like if I was an American straight American man, I could unpack things and discuss them without judgment. Much harder if you're British, Honestly, which is I'll be in the conservatory, leave me alone. It's true though. I think that when we first were married, you know, there is the whole American British thing, and you you know it for certain attributes, but as you're married for almost 10 years you do realize that americans are much more open like even in a in a personal space and conversation like actually getting to the heart of how a guy feels i think in many instances in america might be a little bit easier and not across the board i think all men generally have been conditioned to be quite closed but it is like it's in your dna as british men to be even more so and trying to like break through that is I do find it really difficult but you have to there has to be an acceptance as well but it's just finding the way in where you can actually finally I don't know connect in a in a heart space I completely understand connect in a fucking heart space try that in Dagenham I understand where she's coming from because like as a bloke I don't necessarily think every single thing needs to be like stretched out and gone through in great exactly. detail because then it creates something that doesn't necessarily have to be created in the first place that said there is yeah. there's a balance to that isn't there like obviously sometimes i could probably do with chatting a few things through it's like an obstacle course isn't it to get to the conversation it'll be monday morning and she'll decide that something's annoying or i'll decide that something's annoying but it won't be yeah. till friday till you've got to the conversation because you'll sort of play, to choose a window. Yeah, you play your way around it. You try and nudge your way into the conversation, maybe create something just to sort of get conversation going, even find some space amongst all the kids to actually sit down and talk. <laughs> and by the time you get to it, there's probably a conflict there that might not have even There's so many the layers place. to conflict as well. There's so many things that bug you in life and it piles on top. And until you have a space to actually like sit with that and be mindful of where your mind is at, it might be something between the two of you that's finally happened that sets 
you off. But actually, you just need yeah. like a dark space by yourself to rock back and forth and figure out what's going on in your mind and let oh, your sediment like sort of settle. Yeah. Doesn't it just? <laughs> that's what that's, what we're that's doing. one of the good things about being a performer is you get a lot of rocking back and forth after a gig alone in the Premier Inn. Yeah. Or if you've, sold more, if you've sold more seats, a holiday yeah. in. Hey. Um, <laughs> Express, Holiday Express, I'm not yeah. mental. It's interesting you talk about personal space there because I'm wondering, Max, if you notice now, um, Lindsay, although a man, her dad is half Ukrainian, half Italian, and she takes a lot of her mannerisms from her dad. A, a literal physical, like just stands just slightly closer than is necessary when in a queue or when talking. And I wonder well, is that if that what I could, do? You do. You're a close, Lindsay's a close pointer as well. So if she says, let's go over there, <laughs> kind of just. Russell, that's an American thing as well. They're very much like, you know, you see, you like this, whereas we, we're like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine here and we'll enter one another's space when the time is right. Exactly. <laughs> after alcohol, after alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, for every Sambuca taken, you can move one inch closer exactly. to the person you're talking to. That is a rule of thumb for British interaction. Exactly. But in a relationship as a woman, when you walk up to the guy, you're not supposed to be like repulsed by the space not you're repulsed, kind of but... edging into. You're like, can I just get a cuddle? I don't stand close. Well, this is this is new to me because I'm. Lindsay, one you're a close that... pointer. You've hit my face before. Going, should we go okay. over there and actually that hit my face? That wasn't by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, let, let's get to the nub of it. Are men better or worse at conflict resolution than women? So let's take the cultural, the English and America. Let's go go look at your mums, your aunties, look at look across the board. I think men are better. I do as well. You think I men do. are better? Yeah, I, I do. Because women like to hold on to things. We will, I mean, I'm getting better as I'm getting older to let things go, I think. Um, but I think men, like you, you hate, men in general hate drama, hate any conflict. Like, let's just... Right, let's have a chat overdone. Like, we've spoken about if one of your best friends shagged, like, an ex of yours, and you're like, I wouldn't be arsed. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've well, literally never right, speak to okay, ever right, Max, again. Right, right, so an ex of yours, it needs to be someone you've dated a year or longer, yep. right? And a friend of yours shags that ex. 
why the fuck would I give it a shite? The only thing I would give a shite about is if that X is going to be coming into my space and make me feel awkward when we're all out together. Yes, yeah. But that but will come. If there's a one-off shagging IB, I've just got to let you know, I shagged Becky and IB, and I'd be like, who? Absolutely 100% no. agree with you, Russell. I absolutely don't care. And if anything, <laughs> if anything, it can be quite useful because useful. sometimes... Pushes them further. You, exactly. There you go. This can be very helpful. Yeah. Your friend has pushed that girl further away with their dick for you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That is how you take one for the team, 100%. Thank yeah. you very much. No, so Kimberly, how would you feel? I wouldn't mind, but I'm a bit different. Like, She's different like that. I am though. quite different yeah. like that. Like, yeah, she's a good girl. <laughs> yeah. Like you said before about are men or women better at conflict resolution? Like, I love the fact that when guys get into conflict, like they can duke it out and be fine in two seconds. The yeah. fact that as a woman, like we hold on to these things and they last for so long before you can get to the root yeah. of what the problem was and it has to be a meeting of minds and we have to unpack it all. Like, it is. I think that men are inherently looking for a solution in conflict. We're always on the uh, trying to find a solution. Whereas sometimes, and I've learned, it took me a long time to learn this. Sometimes it's not about finding a solution. Sometimes it's just about airing it. And most of the guys I sort of know, I'm, I hope I'm not speaking too generally, probably don't understand why we would just talk about something without a direction. When guys are together, we're aiming for a solution to fix this problem. And if it ends up with a fight, then that's what has to happen. Whereas girls can, girls can happily just sit in the in the problem. But do you think it's because... It's going to sound a bit sexist, so feel free to cancel Twitter because ticket sales increase. Um, <laughs> the, uh, do you think it's the case that men will do anything to resolve that conflict? Because once it goes past that into physical conflict for men the stakes are higher and women tend not to go into physical co conflict so do you think men will do in anything with these avoidance strategies or these airing it or getting it done because if we do go past it and someone gets shit beaten out we're probably not coming back from that and on a societal level once that happens you've got war right L yeah. lots of people get hurt so could it be the case that men have, ev have evolved socially possibly biologically to, to do anything to avoid conflict going to its extremis because we know there the whole tribe's in danger. I mean, controversial what I'm saying, but I'm wondering if there's something in it. I think you just don't give a shit enough. <laughs> you think I don't give a shit? <laughs> no, I think it's a lot more simple than that. You know, like, I'll this never forget. I'll never forget, like, when a friend of mine bought me, you know, he's just not that into you, Buck, to say, like, listen, this, this is, let's not dress it up. Let's not complicate things. It's just as simple as that. He's just not that into you. And I think women tend to complicate men a lot more, oh, there's a reason for why he's not messaged me back. Or there's always a reason for something. No, he just doesn't give a shit. And I think that just follows <laughs> through. Like, you're not bothered enough to, like, make a big deal or drama about most things. I think men are just a lot more chilled. I was the same when I read Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice the first time with its <laughs> brilliant introduction by the Oxford academic, uh, Professor Bell. Similar sort of book to uh, He's Just Not That Into <laughs> I think it's true. I think I think we do complicate things. <laughs> do you agree with that again? That women, comp but there must be a positive. Like I don't believe anyone's doing something for a negative. No matter 
negative reason. Now, you know, all this toxic shit that's going on online, whatever it is to do with, uh, you know, Gary Lineker or the trans debate. I don't think people are saying things on purpose to be horrible or complicate things. No, I think trauma can be entertaining. <laughs> you, and you, know, get you, here, you get a spike. You get a spike. I don't. But I think that people get a spike from the drama and reveling in the drama and being able to fuss over the it drama. Is ev- all TV is conflict. Thank you. All TV and entertainment, everything is about conflict. You need to have something that is that needs to be resolved. So our actual entertainment is written in with conflict. So it would stand to reason that people would get together and want to create issues. And so much, it has to do with how you grew up. If you grew up in a broken home where there's conflict all the time, like you're so used to yes. having conflict that if I feel like once you grow, you feel like you've grown out of it. But if you're so used to it, somehow you find ways to pull it back in because you just haven't cut the cycle. And so much of how we are and who we are is come from what sort of space we grew up in and what our parents were and how we were loved or not loved. And we have to undo all of that in order to be in a peaceful space and be able to have resolutions to conflict in a in a peaceful way. All comes with from our own so situations. Shit, man, that was deep. That was deep. <laughs> deep that, oh my God. I saw one of those fish with a little light hanging off its head. That's how deep it was. Those ones at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> This has been studied. Women resolve conflict through collaboration and compromise versus men who use competitive or or avoidance strategies. I would argue the avoidance strategies are a little bit more common. According to a study published in the Journal of Applied Psychology, 183 participants completed a questionnaire that measured four different conflict resolution styles, including collaboration. That's where both people win. I love that. You do that. I'll do that. We both win. Compromise, finding a middle ground. Competition, where one's interests are asserted over another's and avoidance. So men prefer the latter two. We go, look, I'm right, mate. Let's just fucking leave it. Done. Yeah. Versus, come on, I can't be asked to talk about it, can you? Shot. I think that's men's biggest weakness, especially the competition bit, especially when it's a men versus woman conflict, especially within a relationship. If you are trying to win the conflict, you've got the wrong objective because that's never, nobody, especially in a relationship. And that, as a man, I found myself subject to that, trying to just get your point across, have the last word, whatever it is. Nobody wins if you win in that conflict. It has to come to a resolution more like a compromise or something like that. Because defeating your wife, that doesn't, that shouldn't be an objective of your marriage. You know what I mean? If you publish that book, though, a lot of... <laughs> <single men laughs> I mean, yeah, it'd be very useful guy. Jordan's but... Peterson's like, when I read um, Defeating Your Wife <laughs> by Max Rogers, I was so inspired. <laughs> That's a bit Jordan Peterson for you there. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Impression. So what about areas where women are better at resolving conflict than men? Because you can't deny it. On the few occasions where there have been female leaders allowed to do exactly what they want around the world of larger entities, whether it's tribes or countries, they seem to fight less. (laughs) (laughs) They seem to end up kicking the shit out of each other less. During COVID, the female leaders seem to get people to work best, even though it's like the ultimate conflict, stay in your house, no, I don't want to. There is no win-win solution to that. Well, how do you win-win if I don't want to be made to stay in and you want me to? Yet the female leaders around the country had better... Well, I think if you look at, like, even a friendship between two guys or two girls, two guys often spend their friendship side to side, whether it's playing sport or going to the bar or whatever they might be doing. 
women often usually meet for a coffee or something. We're faced towards each other. We're allowed open into our minds and our hearts and our souls. And we're there to like really dive in. And I think true conflict resolution requires you to be open enough to go deep. And I think sure. <laughs> women are more free and willing to do that. What's lower than the midnight zone? Because we've... <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you think we could be as a species doing it the wrong way around? Like we should put men in charge of resolving the day to day. Oh, she looked at me wrong. Oh, she oh she was rude to me in the bar type conflict. Oh, well. Women should run the country and resolve yes. wars and COVID wow. and yes. run the banks. Yeah, yes. that would be brilliant. We'll take yeah. care of Heat magazine and they can do the politics. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, she said she said something bitchy to me at a party. Do you know what? Fuck it off. Don't care about it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, on the flip side of that, there's a competitive nature that's born in women because of periods before yeah like we were born to compete to get a man and so i feel like there's also this competitive mm, yes. nature between women that is something that needs to be resolved you that- found that recently with the, uh, i mean we brought this up before but the dance on ice experience really showed us how much work needs to be done with women supporting women women hate women <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. oftentimes there are instances where women don't want to root for women doing well there's often times where women kind of revel in women the failure of another yeah. woman. failing, which is horrible. And maybe oh, anthropo- maybe am- anthropologically, it does mean they, it, there is something in women that suggests that if another woman is successful, that's taking the place of them. Whereas men are kind of given a world where every where you have equal opportunity and you you've all got a chance. Yeah. And even in the workplace, like you know, for to be a CEO, there might be one woman in like the top tier of people making money. It's the rest are down below. So, of course, again, competitive nature. Like, of course, a woman wants to make it to the top, but there's only room for one. So that's already in Mm. our DNA of like, there's not room for all of us. (laughs) Interestingly, it's one of the old studies. I don't have it to hand, but we've talked about this study many times on on man baggage is that if you are a woman going for a senior position, like a board senior position, you've got to be interviewed by a panel. The more women that are on that panel the less chance you have of getting that promotion. How <laughs> fucked yeah, up that is, yeah, that is, is that? Yeah. That is so uh, true. And it, doesn't, it doesn't massively surprise me, given the experience that you, you've often had. It's like going through customs, like coming from the States or the UK for years and years. Yeah. You knew that if there was a guy, he's usually going to like be kind to you. Because often it's just in the mood that yes. they're in of what sort of circumstances you're going to be dealt with. And more times than not, if you do see a woman, she will go to the depths of everything to try and find something wrong. I'd download that video. You are a hot pussycat doll, so that is the other reason why as well. Well, that's why I did. I mean, I, I don't know how to phrase this without it sounding politically incorrect, but do you think you're better off being a minger if you want to pass through customs unharassed? Yeah. <laughs> I think that probably falls into what we were, the dancer on ice argument as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think there's a, there's a I call it a jealousy. That's what it is. There's something about guys that want to be able to do you a favour. They want to be able to display that they have the power to be able to sort this out for you. Power. Whereas... Generally, women play by the rules as well. well in, I think in it's that power situation. in both senses, though. Power is, men, yeah. men show that they have the power to I'll help you, you get out. through. And the woman wants to show her power, but I'm going to do my job really well. So if you are an American entering into the UK on tour, on, on visas for five years... Don't put makeup on on the flight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't sleep on the flight, drink a lot, oh. and aim for the guys yeah. in the queue. <laughs> OK, that's the end of part one. We're going to take a break there. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.